On today's Q&A episode, Travis writes in with a problem. A few years ago, he moved from Australia to the U.S. in an attempt to grow his video business. And while things went well at first, work has really tapered off, and he's wondering, is there something about the U.S. market he's completely missing? Well, Clay and I have never lived down under, but we have a few things to consider for anyone looking to break into the U.S. market. It's all in this episode of Freelance to Founder. Here we go. I'm Preston. And I'm Clay. And this is Freelance to Founder. You're listening to a Q&A episode where listeners like you from around the world write in to ask us questions about freelancing or building an agency. We've each built multiple six or seven figure businesses. On this show, we're changing the lives of everyday freelancers just like you. Discovering this podcast a few months ago really like changed the trajectory of my journey. Really, really valuable stuff. I've made a ton of notes and I plan to put this stuff into action immediately. Discovering that I'm a founder instead of a freelancer has been amazing for me. If you're ready to push past hourly rates and build a business that sets you free, then you've got to join us. Just submit your question at freelance2founder.com slash ask and we'll do our best to answer it. And we'll be right back with today's question right after this. You know, working from home is mostly great, but there are some days when I realize I haven't left my house or even my chair like all day. Have you been there? Getting outside to exercise or making a trip to the gym are just harder now that my office is just a flight of stairs away. If you're stuck in the same rut as me, then you should try Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W. With the Hydro rower and 20 minutes a day, getting a full body workout is so much easier. Hydro can work up to 86% of your muscles in just 20 minutes for an insane effective home workout. That's because Hydro pairs the effectiveness of rowing with the power of technology to connect you with over 5,000 video trainings, classes, and workouts. And get ready to get out from behind your home desk because after a few months of daily rowing with Hydro, your partner's gonna wanna take you out for a night on the town to show you off. This spring, join the growing rowing community at Hydro. Head over to hydro.com and use code FREELANCE to save up to $400 off your Hydro. That's H-Y-D-R-O-W.com and promo code FREELANCE to save $400. Hydro.com, promo code FREELANCE, or just click the link in our show description. Have you ever noticed that many of the problems people call in with on this show can be solved by hiring someone? Sometimes you need a full-fledged team, other times maybe just a simple assistant or an expert in something you're not great at. Whatever your reason for hiring, we recommend you take a look at LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. As you may know already, LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And LinkedIn Jobs makes the process of finding the perfect teammate easy and intuitive. Hiring is always easy when you have access to so many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours when using LinkedIn Jobs. I've used it myself, and it was so simple. In fact, I've made multiple hires using LinkedIn Jobs, and did I mention, by the way, it's free to business owners like me and you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free or click the link in our show description. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Freelance to Founder. This is a special Q&A episode. Uh, I've been out of commission for a few weeks, so thank you for enjoying a few of our favorite episodes. 
on uh, on repeat over the last few weeks. We've got a fresh Q&A episode here. And uh, of course, I'm Preston with Milo.co. Joining me is my friend Clay from GetDripify.com. Hey, Clay, how you doing? Hello. We were just Good talking about uh, the gym and uh, how, how it's... How much we don't like going to the gym. How much we don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good for our bodies and our minds. Oh, yeah, it is, unfortunately, because it's just really not very fun. <laughs> yep. Um, we've got a question today from Travis. Here's what Travis says. So, Travis, uh, I'm going to summarize because his question's a little bit long, and uh, but he basically says he used to work for a video production company in Australia, and then him and uh, an employee there left that company in 2020 and started a video production company in Salt Lake City, near where I live in the United States. Wow. And uh, he says, we had some initially some success, but then things have slowed down. And so what are some of the best ways to get ahead as a small business in the United States? And I think what Travis is maybe asking is like, look, you know, I come from Australia. I'm familiar with the markets and things there, the way of doing business there. What, what maybe could we help him tap into having come to the United States um, to get more clients, build his network here. Do you have any advice mm. for him uh, in terms of what, what might work to build a business in the United States? I'm curious though, like, <laughs> this is just straight curiosity. Why he moved from the Aust- from Australia to start a business in Salt Lake? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he like had, so, so he does say in his, um, in his question that um, they, it seems like they chose it because of Silicon Slopes. And if you're not familiar with Silicon Slopes and the tech boom, it's it's sort of like Silicon Valley 2.0. Um, all mm. these big tech companies are in like near Salt Lake City, about an hour south of Salt Lake City in what they call Silicon Slopes. And it's just like like, like Adobe and um, mm. I don't know why I can't think of others, but, there, but there's dozens and dozens of these big tech companies and, and new companies too that are making like a national splash, but they're headquartered out of the Salt Lake City area. And so oh, okay. that might be why, that might be part of why they came here particularly. I'm not sure. Oh, well, yeah, I was just curious. Yeah. Um, I, you know, for my answer to this is that there, you know, there's there's small business owners here, just like there are over there. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, let me give some context and full transparency. I've never lived in Australia. So take it for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, I'm just going by based off actual human being, a human being. Uh, so there's small business over there, just like they are here. And I'm sure over there, it's the same as, as it is over here versus any other country that people just like to do business that they know and they like. Mm. So I, I think it just takes some time just to get to know people. Like that's kind of like the thirty thousand foot view answer. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's probably not that different. Like, I wonder if something else is going on. Now, again, I've I've also not lived in Australia, so there could be something extremely different <laughs> between the two markets that's causing an issue. Yeah, but yeah, but he said we've had some we had some crazy success early on, and so that makes makes me think like, well, if you booked a bunch of clients early on, and then things have slowed down. To me, now mm. part of it is the economy is just slowing down and just not as good as it was in 2020, which is ironic. But um, mm-hmm. but like 
to me, it's like, I wonder if, you, if it stops sales activity. Yeah. I don't, you know, a whole number of things to be going on, right? Like if you got a bunch of clients when you first showed up and then you haven't had clients since then, maybe there's something wrong with your onboarding, your deliverables, your customer service. Um, maybe, maybe people don't enjoy working with you. And so they haven't called you back. Right. And so not to make it like personal to you, Travis, but, but you know, your business, this is something you have to think about as a business. Like maybe, maybe they didn't like the end product. Maybe it took too long. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe there was something wrong there. And so it might be worth exploring, like even maybe calling up some of those old clients and saying like, Hey, we'd love to work with you again. And if they, if they decline, just being frank about it and saying like, what, you know, what did we miss? What did we do wrong? Or, or, you know, why? And, and if they say it's budget or it's the economy or whatever, then, you know, but, um, you know, getting, getting some information on that might be helpful. Usually with video production, with usually with video production, it's like, there's a lot of one-off projects, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so he probably, I'm just guessing here is probably not any like monthly retainer clients. So it's like, you have to constantly be looking for new clients. So I'm curious as to like what he means by the head crazy success, Mm -hmm. because it, it, it probably like in my mind, just from my experience with video and I have friends who do video production that, that probably means they got a bunch of one-off clients at the beginning. They got done with those projects and now they're just, they're trying to scrounge and look for more clients. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think the solution to this is simple, but difficult. It's to always be, uh, always have the mentality of what I, what I always tell my, my clients is always have the mentality of one sale a day. Hmm. So <clears throat> like the, the mentality is what would one sale a day do to your business? If you had one sale every day for 365 days a year, it, it would make a tremendous impact. Not saying like you're going to instantly do that. Like that's very difficult to do. Um, but if you have the mentality of that, that means that you are going to be doing some sort of sales activity mm-hmm. every single every day. day. And that adds up. It's like going, <laughs> how funny it's like going to the gym, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you go to the yep. gym, like, if you only go like once a month, like you're not really going to get in that good of a shape. Yep. But if you go every day and by in, at the end of 365 days, like you're going to see a difference. It's kind of like that. You just do a little bit of sales activity. Like for me, I, I make it a rule. Like I always do five pitches and five follow-ups every single day. Mm. Yeah, I I would be interested to see what kind of sales activity, because sometimes when you're, you know, this is my classic rant on like the feast famine cycle, right? You get, he says he has a lot Mm -hmm. of success early on. Maybe he got flush with projects and stopped selling as much. And of course, when you're busy with projects and you stop selling, of course, you're not going to have more projects after that because you stopped selling. So I agree with you. I also wonder, um, you know, you talk about like picking, choosing your market and and, you know, there is something to be said for like, oh, I'm going to move to San Francisco because there's a ton of tech startups or I'm going to move to Utah because it's a growing tech scene or um, I'm going to oh, move yeah. wherever because this thing exists. But like I've wondered sometimes with your early success in Little Rock, right, I'm sort of like, you know, yeah. no one would say like I'm going to move to Little Rock because there's just like a huge marketing and website website building opportunity <laughs> there, right? I don't think anyone would. No one, no one would say I'm going to move to Little Rock and build a seven figure agency yeah. within in less than four years. Yeah, 
and yet and yet you did and I I would not have said that. <laughs> that's right. And I and I just wonder sometimes like if you know everyone's moving to Silicon Valley or Silicon Slopes or LA or New York or wherever and so then it becomes like this this uh, saturation problem where it might make more yeah. sense to find a market where yes maybe there's not like a huge flourishing tech scene but there's plenty of medium-sized companies who there's no one around to do quality video work for them. And so, yep. you know, you could be that solution. I don't know. It, it just would be interesting to see, like you said, their reasoning behind coming to this particular area and um, and also, you know, what they've done on a consistent basis to, to grow sales in the area particularly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's so true. Um, one of the things, too, you could do, too, is... Um, just talking about market, this would be a little bit of change in, in a business model, but you could do just provide editing services. Cause I know a lot of small business owners mm. are, are they're They're okay with shooting their own video, you know, like, especially you see on social media, the more raw feel the better. Right. And plus business owners have no problem. Like, you don't really need tech mm-hmm. skills mm-hmm. or video production skills to do that. You just need your phone, Yeah, but they need somebody to edit them. Right. So that, that could be a solution. Yeah. That's a good point. And also, as I look at Travis's website here, which is, if anyone wants to look at it um, while you're listening, it's made by TV. So made by is the name of the company made by TV. What I'm noticing actually is that they do a lot of motion and animation. So a lot of like motion graphics, animation, not what I would necessarily call video production, even though, of course, it's part of it. Um, I would actually say this is more similar to, you may remember listeners and, and Clay, of course, uh, we had Kate on not long ago who's doing motion graphic works for like Netflix and Stripe and, oh gosh, I don't even remember, Nike and um, Spotify and, and, like all, and the NFL and like all these cool... Oh, I know, and uh, uh, Jessica Alba. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and all these like... That's, that's the one I remember. <laughs> And all these like cool brands, right? Um, and so this maybe is complete opposite of what I just said <laughs> about like not moving to a, a place that's saturated. But but part of the reason Kate gets so much of that business is because she focuses on the entertainment industry, where the entertainment industry is really, I mean, big shock, not a huge entertainment industry in Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, you might need to reach out to clients in you know L.A., New York, and 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 say like we do motion graphics for opening title scenes for your bigger video production because when i when i hear video production like this is not what i'm thinking of when i visit their website um this is more motion graphics and i mean yeah it's interesting how he phrased that it almost looks like a full it almost looks like a full service like design agency yeah from what I'm, i'm i'm looking at it too he says helping businesses and organizations translate their message into animated experiences and then I look at some of like some of their samples and stuff. It's all animated stuff, and so I think maybe there's a disconnect there as well about how he talks about his business. Because in the question, he um, he specifically calls it a video production company, and to me that is not the same thing. So I don't know. Mm. A few things to work on there, Travis. Uh, anything else you want to add, Clay? Before we wrap it up? No, he's got a cool website. Yeah. He's legit, definitely legit work and and good looking website. So I think there's some potential there, but maybe we've given you a few things to chew on today, Travis. We'd love to have you for a full episode if that would be helpful as well. But for now, hopefully some of our answers have been helpful. And I've been Preston with Milo.co, of course, Clay with GetDripify.com. Thanks so much for uh, writing in your question. We'll talk to you next time. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Freelance to Founder, a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Podglomerate. You can find links to my business, Milo, Clay's business, Dripify, and of course, our podcasting partner, the Podglomerate, all in the description of this episode. Remember to call in for your own episode at freelancetofounder.com. A very special thank you to the members of the Milo and Podglomerate teams who work behind the scenes to make this production possible. To stream past episodes, visit freelancetofounder.com or search Freelance to Founder wherever you get your podcasts. And that's it for now. Until next time, see ya. We will see you guys on the next episode of Freelance to Founder. Freelance to Founder.